Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of I Told Myself to Animals About Us. I'm your host, Alicia. And I'm Cupid. Whoa, wait. Okay, then I'm I'm just another cherub. Oh, I was going to um, say you could be Aphrodite, but we also... Can we talk about the curse of Aphrodite? Oh my god, we should! <laughs> I was just talking to one of my friends about it because she has a whole Aphrodite shrine. Like, Aphrodite oh, works no. with her. And I was like, oh no. So. You gotta get in cahoots then. I know, literally. I was like, I will leave offerings. Yeah, so this is our Valentine's Day episode, and I guess we've got a lot planned, because we did plan something special, but then we also have an Aphrodite story, but then also it was Super Bowl weekend, we've got a lot to recap. We do. It's going to be a long boy. Lock in, everybody. Yeah. So I guess the the crux of the Aphrodite story, if we want to walk ourselves all the way back, is picture this. It is fall 2018. It is Labor Day weekend. We are six women, no, seven women wandering through the Getty Villa, and it is a beautiful, warm September day. My grandpa, recently deceased, <laughs> uh, photo shoot eminent. Everybody is looking hot and dangerous. Anyways, on our way out, we like had a great day at the Getty, the Getty Villa, not the Getty Getty. And one of our sweetmates at the time purchases an Aphrodite statue. She's like, I really like this Aphrodite statue. I'm going to purchase it. And we were like, yeah, like, I guess. Like, I don't know. Like, we're not. Uh, we, we had all read Percy Jackson growing up. Like, that's just kind of how it is. And so then she purchases it. And immediately we have all kinds of terrible romantic luck. Like, it is. we are so down bad in every capacity. We have men following one of our sweet mates and, like, refusing to leave her alone. We have one man who hits on, like, five of us all in one <laughs> afternoon and then decides to become my problem. We have like all kinds of crazy wacky nonsense within the next month and a half. Like not even, it's not November yet. And there's still like everything is going wrong in our love lives. And so we figure, okay, we have to appease the goddess somehow because we've obviously pissed her off by not giving her our reverence and respect. So I give her to the guy that I'm dating. I'm like, this will appease her to like go live in some man's closet because, you know, it's a romantic gesture. Like now we are in love together. Um, but that didn't work because then it pissed off our sweetmate. And so then we had to go get Which Aphrodite she didn't back. know for three weeks. She didn't notice. I don't like, think it was that long, but it was a long time. It was three weeks. Oh, my God. Three weeks, this Aphrodite statue is missing. But we were finally retrieve her, get her back in our suite. And we decide that we need to make peace with the goddess. So we're Googling how to appease Aphrodite. We're plucking flowers. We're finding foods. I am on the floor waving my hands in front of the statue, trying to get her to love us. And then the wildfires happened and like a shooting. And so I don't really know if we won, but our love lives were better after that point. But um, everything else was worse. It wasn't much better until after I went back July 2021 and said sorry to her. Because after that, multiple people, like multiple of us, many of us got in relationships. And the ones who were already in relationships at that point are still together. That's not true. I started dating March of 2021. Oh. But that's okay. She just hates me. Aphrodite is not my bitch. So those of us who didn't pay got the worst of we it. did get the worst of it it was really, except really for bad. one of them died but that's a separate thing she's safe she's safe in other ways she's safe from men her ex 
her ex like never got over it so i think honestly she kind of wins in the end if i die abruptly i want every man i've ever talked to at my funeral like they better all be like oh my gosh i missed out like you i told all of them that they have to eulogize me yeah as they should so anyways that's our so now one of my good friends here in dc has a shrine to Aphrodite in her apartment. And I was like, um, just so you know, like I bought, well, my friends bought an Aphrodite statue like years ago and she screwed up our love life. And she goes, you literally can't do that. Like you just can't buy Aphrodite statues and hope it goes well. So she knows she's witchy. Yeah. A lot of things, uh, like spiritual things, like you have to get them gifted. I don't know. But, um, anyways, so we've been cursed by Aphrodite and I would say it's still going to this day the thing is like when we first told that story especially like to people who knew all the players involved like that story would take Mm -hmm. a good 20 minutes to tell because everything was so fresh like we remember every single thing that happened like first this guy was talking to this Mm -hmm. person and then two days later was talking to like we had timestamps, we had first middle last names like everything and now it's so far back and so inconsequential compared to everything else that's happened in the following years that like that story takes like five minutes and everyone's like, like, I feel like I've hyped it up so much. And then when I tell it, it's like not even that big of a deal. Yeah. Also, you're obviously our dear listeners getting the abridged version because we can't violate everybody's privacy. Like it was different freshman year of college when it's like we only knew three people and three of them are in the story. Yes. Um, but it was crazy. I think it's also just the perfect example of like college time, like how between September 5th and November 5th, like so much in your life can go wrong mm-hmm. so quickly. Like I maybe had like six silly events happen to me in the past month that I'm like, wow, these are memorable stories or like boy drama. And it was just so condensed, so hormonal, like everything was always a big deal. And I think it's just because you're around people all the time that like, everything is happening it's like church camp like every minute has its own event but it was it was a really crazy time in our life and it also just didn't make any sense like why were there so many men running around i don't also like if we take a sample of like those men like we know one Mm -hmm. of them was homeschooled and like had never seen a girl in his life so right he terrorized literally half of the freshman class and then like i remember all of us studying abroad met another girl who's like yeah he ran through my entire suite too and none of us liked him (laughs) yeah yeah, so true. And so then like, one, again, tried to run through our whole suite and, like, was unsuccessful. Like, he, like, within one evening. Well, he on was racist to me, so. Oh. And thus to himself as well. Yeah, I hate when that happens. So, anyways, it was a oh. very interesting. Anyways, moving on to our main segment. Um, Today, we are going to be playing the friendship edition of We're Not Really Strangers, which is really ironic because we always play it friendship edition like i don't know have you ever played it romantically before once and it didn't go very well so right i've tried to play it romantically once and i said it on the podcast before like he was mean about it so yeah i've like brought it on dates like in my little box and then haven't needed it so it's been like a whole other thing so okay because the chat is is so bad or the chat is so good the chat is so good or sometimes it's just like not appropriate to be like let's slow down and like really get to know each other you know to each other's eyes right sometimes it's just not the vibe so okay this is the friendship edition i have played like half of a game with some friends yeah i'm opening mine for the first time because i don't have friends you do have friends you just already aren't strangers with them they're already level 10 friends i have some friends who don't even know i'm traumatized Oh. So, have it, since you've played this before, how would you compare it with the original normal pack? 
Like, what are your thoughts on it? Um, okay, so I've used the normal pack in a lot of settings. Like, I yeah. played it romantically. I've played it with groups of friends. I've played it with people I'm just starting to get to know. I've played it with people who are strangers. I've also played it with my family. And I really, like, again, I haven't seen, like, all the questions in this one. But there are some questions in the We're Not Really Strangers that just don't apply to every situation. Like, you know, if I'm, like pull a card that's like oh describe your mom and I'm playing yes, that's with my exactly parents, what I was thinking you know about. like that one doesn't hit as much like it's still nice you can have those sweet moments where you like talk about how much you love your mom but um this one is a lot more it assumes you know a little bit about each other and so you can kind of get into those deeper conversations so I wouldn't recommend it for lovers or things like that when you're really trying to like set a baseline but if you've been hanging out for a while or like I really liked when we were playing with a big group of friends there was a lot of different people you could ask different questions to instead of being like, okay, well, I don't know this about you. I have to pick you. I think if you're trying to friend zone someone, you can play the friendship version with them. Yeah, pull it out. Pull out the breakup pack. I do want to do more of the expansion packs. I have, yeah. we have the healing pack, thanks to yeah. Alicia, but I have never played it because I don't really Because you're not healed. Work. <laughs> I'm not healed, but I, I think it'd be fun to do like the NSFW one or something like that. Okay. Wow. I pulled a healing card. It says, what's been draining your energy lately? It's work. Work. <laughs> yeah. okay. okay. So for those of you who don't listen to every episode, play. we're not really strangers. We're going to play three rounds. Round one is um, Alicia draws the card and I answer it about her. And then round two is the inverse. She pulls it and I ask about, and Wait. I talk about me. Yeah. Round three goes back to the original format where whoever pulls it, we talk about them. Okay. Oh, this is juicy. Which one of your other friends do you think I'd be the most compatible with? Explain. Um, We did like a tag yourself of people like my DC friends versus right. my Malibu friends. And I matched you with the one who yes. has the Aphrodite statue, actually. Yeah. But I think you and my other Alicia, like you okay. have met and you get along really well. But I think given the time to cook and talk about your yeah. special interests and be ADHD together... I think mm -hmm. you'd cook even harder, like the cats and the the different interests. So I think I would match you two up just to see what happens. I forgot this was the friendship pack. So I thought like you were going to get to play matchmaker. <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to like find you a beautiful woman? <laughs> I'll work I on it. You, you can. Oh, this is a good one. What do you think I'm sensitive to? Um, you can hurt my feelings. I think like, mm, like deeper family stuff, like things that you don't always... Like, things that aren't necessarily, like, the dinner table conversation. And yeah. I think, especially, like, I think a lot of times that I've seen you um, get more sensitive is, like, in all of us comparing. Or not necessarily comparing, but just, like, like sharing our own family dynamics throughout the mm -hmm. years and just seeing what differences and similar similarities there are. Yeah, it's definitely very different from a lot of my friends, especially with siblings. Mm -hmm. uh, what do I have a low tolerance for in people? <laughs> um, Like stupidity, mm -hmm. but more than just like people being dumb. Like if somebody needs to be explained something three times, that like doesn't annoy you very much. It's when people don't listen. Like if you're trying mm -hmm. to explain something three times and they just like refuse to hear you, like you don't have any patience for like bullheaded people who just aren't willing to 
hear your side or I even think like when it comes to like conspiracy theories like when people are like Taylor Swift always goes through every boyfriend and like you try and defend her and they just like don't care like when people aren't listening they just want to be in their own like closed mind yeah exactly what am I most likely to walk out on a date because of oh I've actually never walked out on a date yeah I was I feel like your threshold for I mean like even just like the thresh our individual thresholds for like what we would like have to do to go on a date is very different. (laughs) I feel like if they were probably like, if you got cussed out, like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like if somebody said something, I've never had somebody say something like blatantly like racist or Uh like misogynistic or something. Like, I think something like that would cause me to like actually flip a table. Like I've had people say like very conservative things, but like being politically incorrect versus like, actually just we're just saying person. i think women can't drive cars right i'd be like all right i'm gonna drive my car out of here and yeah onto your face yeah oh i just pulled that one too i don't know do we want a new one or you can answer it too i don't really care um yeah i guess briefly you can pull another one too so right. we'll have more interesting topics but i think um if you just like didn't feel the chemistry i think you'd leave you'd be like okay never mind like you're not worth my time yeah i don't I, I guess, like, it's weird because the mental image of walking out is, like, a storming off. But, like, really, it also counts if you're, like, if you do the whole thing where you tell your roommate to, like, call and say that there's an emergency. Yeah. Which I'm, like, yeah, I guess I, like, would be kind of likely. I mean, I do that, like, sometimes just, like, hanging out. Like, not that. Like, you'd know it if I was doing it. Um, yeah. And I don't ever do that with people I actually enjoy hanging out with. Right. Um, but, but, but I feel, like, like, pretty I'm at often. My yeah, yeah, a lot, like. I very often will, if I, if I'm not vibing or if I like feel like I'm not able to be myself, I'll just be like, oh, I have like an early morning or Mm -hmm. the cat is throwing up. (laughs) (laughs) I need to leave right now. Okay. What about my style is undeniably me. Um, it's funny because I was thinking about you for my love letter and you and stripes in 2018, like (laughs) hand in hand. I think now I would say something like great nails or like great accessories, like your citrus, mm. like earrings or things like that. Probably um, chucks are the one thing that like you've kept really consistent. Like you've always been a converse and a dock early. So that's like a whole bunch of things, but those sorts of like little pieces that are just very Alicia. Wait, okay. What were you trying to do with the love letters? Because I sent mine in the mail today. Oh no, I was just going to read you a love letter. Okay, I'm now realizing that that is what was expected. <laughs> I'll send you one too, and then I need to buy stamps, but that way you can physically get It'll probably take like three weeks to get to you, though. It takes 10 days for things to get to me from my grandma. Oh. Okay, well, by then it'll be St. Patrick's Day. Oh, cute. Um, who do you think was the last person I stalked on social media, and what was I looking for? Um, Probably... Like, someone you went on a date with, like, two months ago, and it was, like, out of, like, humor or a bit. Like, if someone said something, you're like, oh, my God, this one guy said that same thing to me. Hang on, let me show you. Or, like, yeah. Yeah. It was actually my ex. I have him muted, and I was like, I wonder what he's up to. (laughs) I had to go back through. (laughs) But, yeah, something like that. Okay. Ooh, which of my Instagram posts best describes who I am? Um... The ones that I'm thinking of off the top of my head are all, like, your film dumps, like, where they're not necessarily of you, but they're, like, really artsy pictures of your friends or, like, places that mm-hmm. you've been. 
Um, and I think that's very on brand for you. Like you're very much somebody that you're never going to ask for us to take a photo of you, but you want photos taken of you. Yeah. And so I think your Instagram kind of reflects that where you're never going to be like, oh, like I'm here. like, it's a lot of you like staring at portraits and just being like cute and existing. And that's like very classic Alicia, like out. Yeah, there's nature very being. few. There's very few film photos of me because a lot of people like I used to be more trusting, but then people just kept. Obviously, I have a lot of like artsy and photography friends who like I'm like yeah mm-hmm. of course but then like other people like my coworkers I'm like you fucked this up one too many times I'm not giving <laughs> you the camera again like I'm paying for this to be developed like I'm not just right. gonna hand it out willy-nilly like I did that around this time last year and was mm-hmm. quite disappointed so now I'm like I really read who's gonna like actually do take a good picture yeah and I feel like that's so real because some people are really bad at taking pictures so Cool. Oh, what's something I'll never say no to? I feel like there's like quite a few things. Um, just easy. Just <laughs> um, easy little. I mean, just like hanging out in general. Like I, I feel like if you say no, it's like genuinely because like you're like you cannot make it work with your schedule. Like I feel like. Even if it's not in the way that it was originally planned, like say like it was planned for like a night out, but it turns into like a movie night, like you're still always like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, I agree. I love hanging out with my people. Um, You want to do last level one and then move on? Yeah. Cool. From your perspective, describe my ideal roommate. Who could I never live with? Me. I'm just kidding. I think you want somebody who respects your space because you are still an introvert And you don't want to do everything together all the time, but you want somebody who is down for adventures and like special things out. Like if you're going to go do a day, you're going to have a fun dinner, you want to plan something, you want somebody who's on board for that. You're not a big hoster, so you don't want somebody who's always bringing people over like constantly. I actually do quite like hosting. It's just that up until this year, I was like not in a space that physically was Mm. conducive to hosting. That's true. Okay. I take it back then. So somebody who's down to, like, share things with you and, like, exists but isn't overbearing or, like, overstepping yeah. their boundaries. How's yeah. that? Yeah. Okay. Round two. Um, what's something we used to do for fun that we'd avoid at all costs today? Well, I have one for me, but you've done it, so. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, something we used to do. Uh, going to college. Um, no. Um yeah, I guess, like, there are some things that we've just outgrown. I mean, like, I never went to frat parties, but I know I remember a moment senior year when you're like, I'm just, like, we've done this for four years. I'm sick of it. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Or, like, but I, I don't know. It feels like a cop-out because it's such, like, a era-specific thing. Like, obviously, we're not going to frat parties when we have our nine-to-fives. Um, I feel like there's some things, like, like late-night Taco Bell or, like, going to the Hawk mm. or things like that. Like, we've kind of outgrown that. Like, we yeah. will do, like, late-night munchies, but, like, the whole, we like, time, we so. have to go to, like, Jack in the Box and get French fries yeah. or, like, whatever. Like, that just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you want to make more time for? What's getting in the way of that? Um, I would say, like, my long-distance friends as I have more this is like and I have so many friends here but like I have like really slacked off on like I used to like call people weekly and I just Mm -hmm. 
have not kept that same space in my schedule and that's something that I want to have more time for. I've gotten actually really good at like doing little habits every night. Like I take my vitamins and I do my journal and I'm on a 20 day Duolingo streak, but it was like longer. Like I need to save an hour to catch up with so-and-so and like be there. I just don't have that same space, mm. which is really sad. Yeah. Um, what is the best worst thing? No, that's <laughs> ever happened to you. Um, oh my God. This is a good one. What's one thing you never said to an ex, but wish you did? Oh my God. Um, so I actually have an entire note because <laughs> in my most recent breakup, I had a really hard time not, I mean, this is true for like most, but I've like, I have a really hard time with just like the withdrawal. Like it's like, this was this person that I told literally everything to. Yep. 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 Um, and now I can't. And so I just made a note in which I wrote down literally everything. And I wrote timestamps for every single one of them. Cause I, and it's really cool to see when it like tapers off because like, like the first few things are like literally hours apart, but then like, obviously it gets more and more spread out. Mm-hmm. Um, and a general note to literally all of them, you're a fucking coward. So true. Oh, I just pulled that one too. You can do it if you want, but I'll pull another one as well. I don't have anything I need to say, honestly. Wow. I feel like there's some things that like you just shouldn't say. Like I know so many people who have like insulted their exes like oh, at the yeah. last minute and that's no. the kind of thing that like sticks with you forever. Like no. I like would rather just like not. Maybe I'm sorry. Yeah, I did like do like a baby cuss out at the end, but like I did apologize for it the next day, but he also deserved that and he totally deserved it. Yeah. Agreed. What are you trying not to think about? I'm trying not to think about sucking and fucking. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Valentine's Day. Um, what am I trying not to think about? I don't know, honestly. Maybe like I am trying to like get caught less caught up in boy drama. I was at a Super Bowl party yesterday and some of the girls that I was talking to like just wanted to keep talking about boys like all night. And I was like, I literally don't have the energy for this. Like it's just not that important to me. So I am trying to waste less of my time on like stupid things that don't matter. That's the thing. Is like I always joke about like, oh, these two people could never pass the Bechdel test. Cause it's like there's some people where literally that's all they talk about. And then also like I started to think more about it when I had multiple lesbian friends who were like, you it's so hard even in hanging out with like bisexual and pansexual women like it's like you can't get through a conversation without a man coming up and it's like there's so there's very little to no man free spaces even just in conversation and so I've been a lot more mindful of that and I'm like yeah I mean like it's because of the patriarchy but like let's fucking stop yeah and I get like when you have to catch up and like that's the latest like update you have but for the whole fucking Super Bowl come on yeah yeah anyways what do you wish you got more credit for oh my god oh my god um I'm sorry I have to narrow it down (laughs) um I think I guess something that I wish I was recognized for more was would be like loyalty in friendship like I know that people know that I'm a very loyal partner to a fault where it's like like people that are like all of you have been like bro he sucks move on Mm -hmm. um but like I feel like the first place that that trait has shown up has always been 
in friendships. And I know there's like, it's not like I'm like, nobody says this to me. Like a lot of things are just like unspoken. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like that's a compliment that I dole out a lot to my friends, but I don't Mm. know that I receive it that much. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I agree. Um, this one's like kind of shitty. I I distance myself when blank. When I don't see a point of reconciliation. Like if I I can't see how this is going to figure itself out, then I'm like, okay, I probably won't. I'm just going to pull out now. Um, if you could relive an iconic day in our friendship, what would it be? Wow. Oh my God. Okay. Okay, we've certainly like had better days since just because we're closer now, but like what like my mind always goes to like pre-borderline things because like yeah, obviously I would love to relive a pre-trauma day. Um I I think um yeah, the Getty Villa was very iconic and then like also mm-hmm. like the day that we went to the Santa Monica Pier. I don't yeah. really remember much else that happened that day actually. Um That was birthday, right? Oh, yeah. You weren't there the first time we went. Yeah. For Bubba Gump? Yeah. I hate Bubba Gump. But yeah, really? Yeah, I... I'm scared of Bubba. Aww. So you know how, like, someone made a video going to every Margaritaville in the country? I want to do that with Bubba Gump. Oh. And I'll get the same cute. thing every time. I'm just going to judge their shrimp scampi. Yeah, um, you should. But, yeah, I mean, like, and this was just for, like, one hour, but, like, your birthday when we went to Buyo. That was oh, that was so fun. fun. Yeah, um, but again, like we've definitely like concert had yeah. <laughs> Our concerts have all been so chaotic. Yeah, that's true. When do we get a normal concert? <laughs> we just have to start seeing people we like normal amount. So true, and not the ones we have to get there like five hours in advance for. Yeah, I remember the girl who was driving us to Five Sauce. She was from Pennsylvania, and she like laid on her horn at one point in the, in the oh, canyon. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's literally insane. But now as an East Coast driver, she was so <laughs> right. Like she was literally yeah. so right for that. And I do that all the time. So yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Gonna do last one for round two, and then yeah. <laughs> what are you usually wearing when you have the best time? What do you always regret wearing? Oh, well, <laughs> honestly, I okay, not not to make it sex. I don't want it to be sex. Um, okay. I really love wearing flannels, and that's something that like I've worn less here on the East Coast, and I don't know why. And I put on yeah. a flannel to go to brunch yesterday, and I was like, this kind of slays. Like, why am I not wearing flannels more often? Right. So I feel like they go with everything. They make you look cool, but they're also very cozy. Like, I I really love a flannel moment. Nice. Yeah, I feel like I haven't worn one in a long time. I used to wear them a lot, but yeah. recently, I've whenever I see people wearing them, I'm like, oh, I should, I should get one. I know. So I've been very impressed with it. Whoa. I just pulled, like, four wild cards. Um, What's a habit of mine that you're inspired by? Sorry, that broke my brain a little bit. Um, <laughs> I think that, I mean, I envy all of, Everyone I know who's, like, able to, like, get out of bed. So true. Um, like, at a reasonable hour. Um, but I think that you manage time and discipline well in the sense that, like, you are able to fit in a lot of things. Like, you go out and stuff on, like, a Saturday night, but, like, you're still at church the next day and you're still getting... Your, I mean, like, yeah, and when we're in school, like, you got your homework done, even if you, like, spent a whole day out or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I know that that's just <laughs> can also just be neurotypicalness, but I think that I like you're one of my more social friends, but you're also one of my more like productive and like well-rounded friends. So wow, thank you. I always wanted to be a Renaissance woman. <laughs> um. Ooh, this has the potential to be bad. How have you seen me change over time, and what hasn't changed at all? Um. When I first met you, I knew you were going to be a lot. And I've told the story before. Like, I did not want to be your roommate yeah. roommate because I was like, she is way like, she's yeah. just so much energy. And I think that hasn't changed. Like how it's manifested has like, as you've dealt with like different things. Right. But you've always been very like passionate about mm -hmm. things and like very sure of who you are. Um, yeah. But I've also seen you very much like grow into confidence of yourself. It's not so much like before it was like, all these outside things make me who I am. And now it's like, no, I know who I am on the inside and that's manifested through all those things. So it's always been the same kind of like bands and music and art and life and friends and spirituality and like wonderful things. But instead of those being like the labels that made you, now you are embodying all of those mm -hmm. things, if that makes sense. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, this is probably not true, but how has our friendship raised your standards for other friendships? <laughs> That's such an interesting question to just, like, assume. Yeah. It also says for all the rest, as though, like, every other friendship has not <laughs> set standards. Like, nobody else treats you as well as I do. So I was like, okay, for other friendships. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I feel like all of my close friendships, like, I don't, like, rank obviously there's people I talk to more or whatever no but like I'm not like mm, be more like Ashley I don't know I think like I guess how I will answer is like things that I really appreciate that like stand out in my friendship I th you are probably my fastest responder <gasps> That's um, and I know for some people that doesn't really matter but like I'm a quick responder so I do like I like I appreciate that you do I think that um, I can send you anything and you're not like, why did you send me this? Like, I think there's some people who would either ignore or be like, mm, wrong person or something like that. <laughs> but I feel like I can send you like something that's like really on the nose, really niche or something just like really random that I'm like, I don't know who else to send this to. And either way you'll appreciate and like do something with it. So true. I do love like that's something I've realized like in a relationship that I want. Yeah. Like, if I can't send you the weirdest fucking memes, oh, then yeah. it's never going to work out. Yeah. Ooh, I feel, I feel like this isn't a normal pack. What limiting belief do you think is holding me back the most? Whoa, what limiting belief? I think... Homophobia. Um, <laughs> yeah. I would say... Maybe that, like, you don't always believe that you deserve good things. Mm. Like, not that you're not ambitious, that you're not capable, or like, you don't have the capacity to do certain things, but I think... If somebody were to like give you a million dollars and be like, be vice president of this company, you'd probably be like, no, like that's not like something that I want or deserve or like mm. should run with. And I don't know if that's like a cultural thing where it's like you have always had to like earn respect and like mm -hmm. um, you don't take things for granted. Like everything comes to you and it's due time or like if that's like um, some like – I know post-trauma, like, people have a hard time believing things that are good, like, that mm -hmm. you can hold good things and they'll stay like that forever. So I don't think it's something that, like, you cognitively, like, mm -hmm. beat yourself. You're not, like, insecure or anything like that. But I think 
believing that good things can and will come to you and that you can do great things with them is something that like you're mm-hmm. getting there but I would love I I believe all my friends deserve and should yeah. have wonderful great things so I yeah. hope that you believe that too what do you want me to remember the next time I'm having a hard day hmm don't <laughs> yeah, thanks <laughs> um I don't know. I maybe that it's like okay to express that or like to like allow yourself to feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel like like sometimes you're very expressive with it, and other times you very much retreat and just like get it out on your own. Mm-hmm. And I don't want you to like invalidate. Like it's okay to say like that the day was bad or that something disappointed you yeah so true Ooh, what song makes you think of me oh um i have a whole playlist that's yeah. just like songs that are like 2018 at least yeah. songs i always think of um okay so like if i was gonna say like us i would say like best friends five seconds of summer but mm-hmm. there's some like new year's day like some Mm -hmm. songs that are just like your songs yeah so i guess i'll say both of those where it's like okay our song is best friends five seconds of summer but your song is new year's day actually our song is the slam a screen screen door sneaking out late tapping tapping on your window um this card says what makes our friendship work um I think, like, intentional effort and, like, com- like communication, like... Yeah. I think, like, especially, like, you've always been very willing to say, like, what is working, what isn't working. Um, and even in, like, if you're saying what's not working in another friendship, I'm like, okay, I can, like, pick up on how I can do better. Mm. I think, obviously, like, there is effort in the sense that, like, we do this weekly and... And it's not to say that it's tiresome, but it's that we are consciously choosing. Like, obviously, any day, either of us could be like, I don't want to do this anymore. But Mm -hmm. it's like we are both, like, continuously choosing. Like, we like doing this as a unit. We like doing this individually. Like, this is bringing us closer together, and it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And even on a smaller scale, just, like, choosing to share all of these stupid little things. Yeah, absolutely. And our fans would miss us, so... (laughs) Uh, oh, <laughs> okay. First of all, this this card reminds me. You know the tweet that's like, "It's always two dumb bitches always saying exactly." That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what this is. Uh, in okay. what ways do we enable each other? How can we hold each other accountable moving forwards? Oh, um, yeah. I would say sometimes we are just like that meme of like two blind people like leading the blind where we're like we are totally right and never wrong we could definitely do better at Mm -hmm. like opening up our circle of thought um having disagreements with people who have different ideas from us um but I also think in the same way that we can be very communicative and like we have these moments every week like going beyond just like the okay what are we talking about for the podcast and making Mm -hmm. sure that we're actually like checking up and checking in on each other because we do talk all the time but that doesn't mean we're always like talking talking Mm -hmm. so I think that's where I would say we could probably spend more time not just yapping Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah because sometimes I'll be like oh I'll just ask her about this at when we record (laughs) 
Yeah, and then we're like, oh, well, um, do you want to do one more or do you want to mm-hmm. wrap her up? Yeah, you can ask the last one. Uh, oh, what do you think I need to hear right now? Oh, my God. Um, eat some broccoli. So true. Actually, broccoli <laughs> makes me really gassy. I've been oh, really to cut back. Yeah, I, I ate broccoli for lunch. I think um, I might be a little, and this is sad to say, but gluten intolerant because recently, like, beer has not been doing good things for my stomach. And I love beer. So. And who said white people don't have culture? Tell me what gluten intolerance <laughs> is then. <laughs> but I'm German. What? That's I so need white. To have beer. Oh, I was like, what are you on? Can't cut me off. It is so white. Okay. Well, big week of things to discuss. Yesterday so was the Super Bowl. Um, this was the first Super Bowl that I was actually able to pay attention. I watched it for. Um, Did you watch the? I watched it version? the. S- Huh? No, but I wish I had just for the like it was funny. Um, I watched it for the first time when it was when the Seahawks went the mm-hmm. against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't know what was going on. I was just there to hang out with my boyfriend who was annoyed with me because I didn't know how to watch it. Um, and then I watched it last year because I was staying with my friend who is from Philly. Um, which it's so it's so bad because. Last year, her team lost to the Chiefs, and this year she was rooting for the Niners because her roommates, that's her team, and they lost to the Chiefs again. But yeah, this was the first time that someone explained it in a way that made sense, and I was able to, like, piece it together. So, like, I actually knew what was going on this time. That's beautiful. Yeah. I was rooting for the Niners, one, because Brock Purdy, their quarterback, is so cute. Um, and two, he's 24. He's just a baby. No, I know. My parents, my parents, like an hour before I went to my Super Bowl party, they're like, so we just found out last night that their quarterback is the same age as you and he's a really good Christian. And I'm like, so you're rooting <laughs> yeah. for him My now? dad like, literally that's... sent me, my dad sent me a screenshot of the Google search, Brock yeah. Purdy age. Yeah. But I was like, you're, so you're rooting for them because they love God. Like, and now I'm like, well, what are you going to say now that they lost? Like, God said no. God so said true. next year. Like, what? Like, how are you going to defend this? He's actually younger than me, and he's a Sagittarius. So. Ew. Boo. Pass. Right, December 27th? Capricorn, which is even worth Well, that's Timothy Chalamet's birthday. Oh. So, anyways. Um, Depends. But I also could just kind of... I, I knew that the Chiefs had the better odds and, like, Taylor Swift and yada yada. Did I know they? Everybody was going for them. Yeah, they had... Because they were the defending champs. Um, like the Niners. Yeah, were the number I don't one know. I seed, heard multiple people but... say the Niners were supposed to win. I don't know. I, I, what do I know? Nothing. Yeah, I mean Biden rigged it. So, um, <laughs> but I really just wanted to see an alternate reality where Taylor Swift didn't win the Super Bowl and like what that would be like because right. everybody had their bets hedged that like he was going to propose and blah, 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 blah. I was like I yeah. just need to know what would happen in a world in which none of that happened. Um, so but I, I didn't get that. I was just rooting for whatever outcome is going to result in the least amount of domestic violence because this is like the most, this is like the biggest night for that. But also because like, it's like, well, if the, if the Chiefs win, then people are going to say, oh, Taylor Swift paid them off. Mm -hmm. And if the the Chiefs lose, they're going to say, oh, Taylor Swift is the reason they fucked up. Right. So either way, it's a woman's fault. Yeah. And Lauren said she's seen multiple people posting like anti-Taylor Swift things this morning. I haven't seen any, but last night I did get a YouTube short that like the caption was just Niners lost. I hate Taylor Swift. And I was like, bro, she didn't even play. Yeah. 
my editor came on the call this morning being like, oh, Taylor Swift's a man-eater. She's a man-eater. And we're like, okay. Okay, Anyways. and? And if yeah. she is? And, and literally our male editor had to be like, you're not allowed to say that anymore. Like, that's not politically correct to call people man-eaters. Is it not? Um, I don't know. But he was just like, I don't think you can talk about women like that. And she was like, sorry yeah. for being mean. So it was very silly. But Well, like, um, one, it's, like, not true. But also, like, I don't care if she is. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? We're all man-eaters in our best lives. So, yeah. Anyways, I, I did think, the, like, kissing was cute. I thought her... Um, dancing at the after party was a little cringy but you know what like she this won is the a first time we've seen her listen to her own music i think so at least Which like in crazy. this context yeah yeah like, like as a grown obviously she listens to it when like she's making it but like the first time she's like been actively listening to a produced and like the dj chain smokers version too with marshmallow like it wasn't even like she was at an award show and it was in the background like she was actively listening to somebody remix her song yeah um god yeah i don't know i don't know what days are ahead of us yeah Um, i don't think she's gonna go to the parade on wednesday i've seen that's like the next thing like will she be at the parade and then in sydney i don't think it's worth it to do that i don't think well i guess her sydney show isn't until saturday but like she left the grammys pretty fast to go to tokyo so like i imagine Mm -hmm. that she's on a really tight schedule and And i figure like rehearsals and vocal rest and all that she can't just like show up at a parade and then perform i know i mean 24 hours later my thing is, I just need people to realize how fucking impressive it is that she made it to the Super Bowl. Like, because that day, mm-hmm. like, she said, like, the day after a show run, she will stay in bed literally the entire day and only get up oh, to totally. get the food that she ordered. So, like, the fact that she was there and peppy and, like, yelling and, like, paying attention is, like, yeah. people don't realize how impressive that is. Because none of y'all could do it. No. and it, And she only did four shows that weekend, so I guess it wasn't, like a crazy back-to-back-to-back run but yeah that's still like she does three hour shows like she is widowy insane so um yeah i was impressed that she was there she looked beautiful i liked her little pants with the sparkles um we'll see how randomest friends she did bring her randomest friends ice spice was so fucking funny like if you're gonna bring a celebrity who has no idea what's going on it's a great one to do well, I'm just, like, wondering how she convinced her to go. Like, I want to be a fly in the room. The other thing is, you pay a million... Like, my no, one takeaway from the Kelsey documentary was... Um, what's her face? Jason's wife. Um, being like, I know. I can't remember right now. But she was like, I'm not paying a million dollars for our two-year-old to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because it's literally not worth it. And so then for Ice Spice to drop, like, a million dollars on tickets for a game she doesn't know that's happening like she doesn't know what's going on is so fucking funny to me so um yeah it was just very very silly um beyonce announced an album yes have you listened to her new singles yes uh they're very good yeah i'm glad that we're getting like country is becoming accessible now like i like i'm glad that like we are able to tap into that now Totally. I do appreciate the number of artists who are getting into country that aren't um, racist white men, and they're not just all about men. Um, I really liked, what was it, like 16 cartridges? Carriages? Carriages. That's what, that was was my favorite. I liked Texas Hold'em. I liked 16 carriages more. Um, I'm excited for it. I think it'll be good. And I love, I mean, she's like Texan through and through, so I think this yeah. is a really 
great. She's the perfect person to do this. I did. It made me think of the Taylor Swift quote, like where women have to reinvent themselves every yeah. two years. So it did kind of make me kind of sad. But I was also like, fuck it, she's Beyonce. Like if she can't yeah. do country, nobody can. So. Oh, um, we were talking about like who do you think is in like is a big enough mainstream phenomenon who is past their prime who could be another head like um halftime show performer i know a lo- mm. we had said this yesterday and weren't sure if it was too controversial but i went on social media to- today and a lot of people had agreed but miley cyrus should absolutely do it well she might be too mainstream at this point because i think in order to be a good super bowl performer you had to have been the biggest pop hit like 10 years ago because mm-hmm. you have to have a discography large enough for right. everybody to recognize at least seven songs like i think yeah. that's the kicker so i think if they're gonna do anybody I could see it being somebody country who's like okay. a little older, like early 2010s. Um, I think Miley would do great, but I think her discography needs to get like a little bigger, like maybe one more album. And then she could have all those. I didn't um, realize how short the halftime show is because people yeah. are like, well, like Party in the USA, The Climb, mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. Can't Stop, Wrecking Ball. Mm-hmm. Flowers. Uh, yeah, of the... What is that one called? Midnight Sky? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Plastic Hearts, Slide Away. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I I feel like my idea of, like, who's the halftime shorters is, like, who are the 30-year-olds going to go crazy for? Totally. So I think that in five to ten years, the Jonas Brothers could do it. Oh, yeah. I agree. Um, Would love for a One Direction reunion. (laughs) Obviously not going to happen. Um. Yeah, I. Cool. I, don't know, I like have no gauge of like if they're mainstream enough, cause like, or like yeah. their music, because I feel like obviously everyone knows who Selena Gomez is, but can you like can the average person name more than two songs? Um, I don't know that I could. recognize like "Hands to Myself," um, "Love You Like a Love Song," "Love You Like a Love Song," "Who Says," which mm-hmm. even that is probably a deep cut at this point. The Wizards of Waverly Place theme song. <laughs> Shake it off. Um, what's that one that she has that's like... Fetish. Um, yeah. I was going to say fetish. The other one that she for, did on that good one. Good for you? Good to you? Good for you? Question mark? Yeah. Uh, Lose You to Love Me. Uh, what's the one from um, 13 Reasons Why? Oh, yeah. Back to you? I, she's got some you? stuff with, like Marsh... Mellow and Chainsmokers and like some random rappers. Oh, Talkie Talkie. Oh, the Chainsmokers could do it. Mm-hmm. The Chainsmokers could totally do it. Ed Sheeran. When's Ed Sheeran's Super Bowl? Oh. Yeah. My dad loves And then he'll Ed bring Sheeran. Taylor out and play Endgame. Perfect. Yeah, because that's their best duo. Everything has changed. It's not a Super Bowl song. No. I, wanna, I think that's the thing about the Super Bowl. It's like, I would love for somebody like Adele to do it. Adele? That's have exactly have what we said. It's but like she, she can't the the stage drama no. that everybody would want for a Super Bowl. Like, she, there's no fireworks going off behind it. No, like we're know? not gonna sob to. I would. Don't um, get me wrong. No, I no, no. Totally but like would, at the, but... like in the halftime, like we like it would just feel so wrong to just like then cut mm-hmm. to like, oh my god, what is that song called? <laughs> Never mind, no fine. Someone, oh, like, someone you? like you. Yeah, like that would be Hello? such a vibe shift. Yeah, totally. Um, I I know Posty sang the national anthem, but I think his I is so coming. Surprised. I, I think he's gonna get that. There. That was tortured poets department propaganda, was it not? 
Um, yeah, if nothing else. He's also, he's Noah Khan's bestie. Yeah. Noah Khan for halftime show. Just kidding. <laughs> Renee Rapp. Okay, yeah. Renee Rapp in 20 years. I'm sad. Sabrina Carpenter. Come on with her little booties. Okay, yeah. Okay, let's come up with a nonsense and outro for the Super Bowl. Um, how quickly can you take your color pop quiz? We're going on the field, he said. Oh, oh, oh. You, you gotta do it. something with balls, like football, you That's know? so true. Um, I wanted this to do something about, like, he wants a halftime. <laughs> or but I'm on, on live. So touchdown. Yeah. 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 That would be know. our homework we'll for next it. week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that's a lot of pop culture. Is there anything else we missed? Probably. <laughs> so true. Um, oh my god, the five Timu ads? Oh yeah, I was gonna say, commercial-wise, I liked the Duncan ad. I liked the Wicked um, ad that came out, the trailer for the new movie. I think it's gonna be really good. Um, but yeah, all the Timu, my again, dad's gotten Why are me. they not singing in the trailer? I don't know. I mean, she does a little bit, like at the end, but it's only yeah. But it's like it's it's giving theme song and not musical, right? I I just don't get this whole like let's not market musicals as musicals. Like it it just pisses people off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially it's a two part movie, and that was never disclosed either. No, yeah. And why? For why? Yeah, because I don't know. I don't know. Get you in there and get you hooked in. Yeah. Um. We'll see how long Travis keeps going. What are your predictions now that it wasn't a Super Bowl breakup? Is, are I mean, they end game? Be. I have no idea. Like, is he just in off? Like, is he just resting for the next six months? Like, that's I just yeah, have no go idea. Back eventually, but on his end, what would like? Is he going to follow her around on tour now? Like, that would be so crazy. I think I'd kill myself. Also, I hate that people like that. Their ship name is Tavis. Like, Traveler sounds mm-hmm. way better. You you cannot call them travelers. Traveler? 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 Tra- tra- okay. Kelsift? Well, so what's really interesting is someone pointed out like a few months ago that Gaylers tend to tack on lore while like the rest of the mm-hmm. fandom tacks Tay. Like they'll do like Tay mm-hmm. capitalism or Tay whatever. Whereas it's like. And outside people do Swift. They'll do like Swiftonomics or Swift yeah, or things like that. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, yeah, which is interesting because I feel like a lot more Gaylers call them Traveler and mm-hmm. everyone else calls them Tavis. Uh, I don't know. Interesting. We don't really know how that happened. No, say. Um, what is your stuffed animal moment of the week? Um, okay, so <sighs> Target Eeyore, he sleeps on my left side. And yeah. he is losing right hand at the fullness bottom. on that side because sometimes I'll roll. Oh, I don't oh. think I do a whole lot, but like sometimes I'll rest my head on him. But like I'm trying to even him out, but like I don't oh. know that I can. That's so cute, actually. To be loved is to be changed. I know. Should I like flip on his back for a few days so it evens out? Like I lay, lay on yeah, the other side. Yeah, that makes sense. I rotate my mattress sometimes for that reason because <laughs> I always sleep on the right side. Yeah, I've never um, rotated I- my mattress in my life. Oh. It's like rotating your tires, you know. No, I know. I just don't I do put, it. I um, put Oliver in his Ram sweatshirt just to remind him of the glory days of 2021. Mm-hmm. I know. Next year, we have to get a cat team to the Super Bowl. So true. Go Lions or whoever. Or I would love Angles to see the Dolphins just to have Jaguars. Dolphin jokes. Yeah. Mm, yeah. 
Um, emojis. Okay, I was just watching Love is Blind, and one of the couples was saying that their safe word was an oil barrel emoji. <laughs> and I'm, like, oh, stuck on wait. it. Like, if they're like, not, like, in sex. Like, if they're, like, out in public and, like, they needed to, like, get out but of the situation. They, oh, my God. I forgot that Love is Blind is not for blind people. <laughs> I was like, how are they doing that? <laughs> Blind people can text. Love on the... Well, no, no, no. How are they sending emojis? <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Hey, Siri, send oil berry, barrel emoji. Yeah. Oh, no, it's um, actually sending... Oh, no, please don't. Because can you imagine if it was a sex thing, like you're, ha- you're in the middle of having sex and you pull out your phone and send it? Yeah. Ew. That's kind of silly. I feel like no, you got it was more it. like if they're like around people that they didn't yeah. like, they sent yeah. the oil barrel. Emoji, and that's so, so real. We need to have something. We can do the emoji. chimpanzee. Yeah. <laughs> These bitches be monkeying. Can it be like the, um, yeah, I like the chimpanzee. Or I was thinking the like Easter Island guy. Oh, yeah. I've been using a lot of the white exclamation point just to like switch yeah. it up. I've been using a lot of Lunar New Year's, so, so like the lanterns, the red envelopes, the dragons, blah, 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 blah. What did you eat for dinner? I had mango curry chicken Ooh. and rice. Yeah, I just got like a summer sauce, but yum. it was really yummy. What are you going to eat for dinner? Um, Probably pasta, but I think I'm going to the gym first, but I'm like hungry now, so I have to do something about that. Yeah. Um, tell me that you love me because I'm your Valentine. Will you be my Valentine? Yeah, I love you. Yes. Um, closing words, parting thoughts. Happy, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Ash Wednesday. Happy New Year. Valentine's Day. Yeah. This is the longest we've recorded in a while. I know, but we did have like several minutes where I was like running around to get my box and like we weren't talking. So, and I think it was like okay. very good content. Like, I think we didn't like waste time. I agree. I think we were on it.